The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Panic, ladies and gentlemen, the casuals are here, and we are taking control. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Thursday, the 10th of March, 2016, this is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnomewise. I am Daxa. And I'm Grail. And you guys are really loud all of a sudden. I'm going to t- turn you down just a smidge and loud me up because I don't like being overshadowed. It's an Boom. Ego. It's an ego thing. Whatever. You know? Boom, baby. There we go. I'm into the yellow now. All right. <sighs> welcome, welcome, oh, nerdarati who we know are listening because it's how we roll. It's how you roll. We're going to dedicate most of this episode to the glory and the power that is our spoilerific review of the 20th Century Fox, and I'm throwing up a little in the back of my mouth as I'm saying it, mm. Deadpool movie. Yeah. But before- I would throw up in the back of your mouth with 20th Century Fox. I would, you know, maybe snort derisively or... X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Something. Well, I mean, X3, X Men United, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four again, Fantastic Four again. (laughs) Well, but there was good stuff in there. I would see if it was Sony, then maybe you could throw up. Emo Peter Parker, stab in face, rinse, repeat. Yes. Venom. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, just. Anyway, yes. They did a great job with Deadpool, though. Ooh, boy, howdy. We will get to that, but we'll do a few news items first. Strangely, still Marvel Cinematic Universe-centric Yep. in the form of today, uh, the release of the second full Captain America Civil War trailer. Yeah. Featuring the aforementioned web-slinger. In the last little smidgen Second. of the trailer, that Tony Stark lovingly refers to as Underoos. Yeah. The whole meta ness of Underoos existing in a world where superheroes really exist. Would they really make under kids' underwear based on those superheroes if they could, like, come smack you upside the head for reals? Yes. Because then you'd be like the ultimate fanboy. Well, yeah, and remember, they they weren't just Marvel property underoos. Oh no, they were everything. Yeah. So. And don't forget, underoos are fun to wear. There's something super new in underwear. Yeah, I had the Wonder Woman ones. They were the bomb. I'm imagining you spinning right now. <laughs> you got the whole Linda Carter thing going on. I can. I yes, can totally yeah, fantasize about that. I mean, see that. Yes. 
As I recall, most of the Underoos were DC based, though. Oh, largely, I, yeah. No, they were. They I were had all... Batman, and then I know a friend of mine had Superman. Superman. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember like Iron Man. Well, Iron so, Man was like D level. It was probably Spider Man one. But if we lived in that universe and superheroes were around, I can see. Oh yeah, well I'm sure there are now under Iron Man once because he's so popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so hot right now. That's right. But anyway. Yeah. The uh, trailer reveals more of the plot. Uh, Tony seems to have himself a uh, a super prison, with uh, which uh, seems to rise up from beneath the ocean and be ready to receive anybody who doesn't line up for his uh, Sokovia Accords, or excuse me, Thunderbolts Sokovia Accords. But Tony's the big uh, big man behind that. So they they. they basically flesh out the plot where um, Winter Soldier, Bucky, mm-hmm. kind of taken the place that Peter Parker Spider-Man took in the comic book version of Civil War as kind of the focal point of the two sides of the warring factions. Those who wish to adhere to what the government would like them to do and those who wish to remain independent. Mm-hmm. Um and they give us just nice, juicy action bits of, we get a lot more Black Panther. Yeah. We mm-hmm. get a little more Ant-Man. Uh, uh, a little more. Scarlet Witch. Uh-huh, yeah, Scarlet Witch, apparently subduing Vision, which is one of the questions I had. When you got a freaking Infinity Gem-wielding dude on your side, I'm thinking game over. So maybe their ace in the hole is they take him out early and sideline him. So that he can't do his infinity gem, or maybe he just doesn't realize the kind of power that he's wielding. Who knows? Well, I mean, it's it's two characters that probably you could say don't realize the power because Scarlet Witch is basically yeah. like, I could wish you all out of existence exactly. if I really, you know, put my mind to it. If they're going, you know, with the the comic book yeah. storylines, number number one, they should be husband and wife at some point. Right, exactly. Number two, she is a, as a reality-altering, uh, nearly all-powerful being, yes. Right. Maybe this is how they meet. Yeah. We shall see. Remember when I, like, wished you out of existence? I know. Remember, Remember when I told you so romantic? Yeah. <laughs> You're so uh, silly, honey. Young yep. love. You do the darndest things. Well, <laughs> talking about young love, I mean, Vision is, like, two years old at this point. Yeah. She's well, a real young, cradle young robber. Love. Holy crap. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. She goes for mm. the younger men. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Literally get... cradle robbing. Well, it's kind of like banging Benjamin Button. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's young on I the got outside, nothing. but he's very old on the inside. Banging Benjamin Button. Of course, you have just given me the title for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grail. Uh, banging Benjamin Button it is. Let me type that right now into the RSS editor. There we go. Banging Benjamin Button. All right. But uh, just lots of juicy, titillating goodness of things to come in a couple months' time. I'm actually digging Team uh, Team Captain America. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. More than I'm digging Team Tony. Yeah, you're thinking that uh, you look at Team Tony like... Uh, yeah, all right. Black Widow, what are you doing over there? I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird that she would be on that side. Right? Unless she's a... Mole, 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 mole. Mole, mole, mole. 
Um, and Guacamole. if you look at the trailer closely, there seems to be a scene where she and Stark are having a falling out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's basically saying, uh, they're not the ones that need to be watching their back. And she turns and walks out angrily on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see if they do the whole Spidey starts out, um, on the, starts what out side? on the, Tony's side and eventually realizes, hey, this is the douche nozzle side and switches over to the uh, Tony side. Yeah. Right. Um, and Growly Bear Switched in the IRC. The yes, there was no audio on the video channel. I have now addressed that. Um, apologies. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you for thank you for pointing that out because, lo, I am dumb and I'm going to have to patch audio into the first couple minutes of the YouTube channel. Oh. Because I forgot to click one little freaking button. So, looks like from the trailer, at least, so Thor is setting this one out. Yep, Thor is out. Hulk is not in evidence. Yeah. Yes. Um, And that that fits with the reports that Thor Ragnarok is supposed to be a Thor-Hulk galactic road trip movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll get back and be like, what happened, guys? Yeah. yeah. How can <laughs> we all hate each other? Yeah. Hulk's all red now. Uh, I'm not sure what's up with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> stuff got a little weird. <laughs> it got <laughs> real weird. weird. Yeah. Not going to um, lie. It's going to get a little weird. It's, you know, what happens in you know outer parsecs stays in outer parsecs. Right. But I digress. Um, I remain really jazzed for this one. Um the Captain America movies kind of remain the strong backbone of Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, yeah. First Avenger, strong, really good, um, unexpectedly good adherence to the original source material. I expected them to yeah. wimp out and move it forward in time, and they stuck to it. Nope, this is a World War II story, and this is... And they, made it completely period and it was a great story and then had the nice little teaser at the end where he's thawed out and is in modern times winter soldier holy crap yeah Um, the best one they've done yeah i think the best movie of all that they've done yeah um and this is looking to be a worthy successor to winter soldier yeah as far as far-reaching changes to the overall universe um, really tugging hard on all the plot strings they've built so far, and I'm curious to see who survives it. Uh, yeah, and I mean, the if it's done correctly, it mm-hmm. should be to a point where you can see the reason behind both perspectives. Correct. Yeah, because Tony's isn't doing it because like, hey, I'm Tony Stark. I'm a jerk. He's he's got we, we keep we keep effing, effing shit up yes. worldwide and. Yeah. Add add the sauce of uh, Scarlet Witch messing with his head and amping up his paranoia, which they planted right. the seeds of in Age of Ultron, and right. it's completely believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sets them up for the conflict we see spelled out. Yep. As an aside to total Marvel fanboy that I am, I've been watching some of the information coming out of the early pre-screenings of the finished version of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Either the movie is really good. Okay. Or Warner Brothers is doing a fantastic job controlling the information stream. Mm. I hope it's the former. 
Yeah. Because the general trend of the various things I've been reading has been a massive improvement over Man of Steel. And you think you know the plot of this movie. They have held back major plot elements from the trailers. This is not the movie you think you're coming to see. Good. Which Good. If they can pull that off in this day and age, I am all for that. That's freaking hard to do. Well, I mean, and I know we've talked about this before, but really their live action needs to just look at their cartoon movies yeah. and yes. just take from those ideas. Because the other day I watched uh, Flashpoint Paradox. I was going to say, I was going to make the point that a bunch of DC properties just showed up on lots of streaming yeah. services. And I also watched Flashpoint Paradox. That was so good. It was freaking awesome. It was so, it's so, the flat, it's, it kind of follows somewhat the, the TV show or the TV show followed that, but it was Flash basically having a really, really bad day and deciding I'm going to go say, I need my mom. Like I can oh. go back in time and save my mom. And then he wakes up in the world that was wrought by him making that one but change. But most importantly, not remembering he had made And the not change. remembering he even made the change. Oh. And no, this is, this is it, the from the Flashpoint Paradox miniseries, comic books, yeah. which the TV series borrows lightly from, and right. this was just an adaptation of. But they went gritty and really gritty. really I mean, freaking gritty and like and there, decapitations there that, and yeah and, uh. there was that meme though out there that i thought was just somebody did like either grab some stills from different episodes and put together but about the whether you know in an alternate reality where bruce is the one that gets shot right. and then the dad becomes batman the mom becomes the joker oh, yeah, that that's what little, happens yeah. in yeah. this uh, this movie is oh. like and, that and is the, mom, the story the mom is joker got short shrift in the movie adaptation yeah there's a much bigger storyline where that was slowly revealed in the comics right right um it know. was it was rushed but it was still was interesting because you had batman who ran around with dual pistols oh yeah no thomas wayne was was a Give a, yeah, he was pretty cool with killing people. Like yeah. that was a okay in his mind. Yeah, uh, you had you know Hal Jordan never getting becoming Green Lantern nope. uh, because he wasn't there to find the ship, and you had Aquaman raising all of the sea creatures and Atlanteans and stuff versus Wonder Woman and all our Amazons yep. because oh, wow. they had a big falling out over what Aquaman's wife saw in a vision. Which no, is basically no. Wonder Man and uh, or, or Aquaman and Wonder that, Woman hooking up. That wasn't no vision. <laughs> they really did. Well, I thought that was like a precon. Nope. nope. Oh, okay. Well. That was her walking in on her her husband uh, doing the the horizontal mambo with the Queen of the Amazons. Oh, I thought it was something she saw because she kind of got done with that, and then she's like, okay, and then she walks in to see Diana, and she like immediately attacks her. Mm, the, 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 the the impression I got was no, no, he really cheated. And oh, this is all because because uh, I don't know. I'd have to go watch Arthur it. can't keep it in his scaly pants. The way they showed it, though, was really disjointed. It looked like she was kind of seeing a vision because the maybe. whole the whole sequence was Barry having visions, having memory of the alternate timeline. Okay. So it was done up in vision style because it was him having flashes as it slowly eh, integrated into his be. person. So it was not it was True. not clear what the hell was going on. Okay. Um, but no, from I can tell you from the comics. No, no, that was totally Arthur cheating on. Me. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, he's no, no. So no, yeah, not nice. it was. But yeah, the storyline was really good. A little slightly different animation style compared to what normal Justice League looks like. But uh, very, it was uh, still anime influenced. Yeah, but still really good. Um, still very you know well 
voice acted and just a you know for a flash centric story it was a really good story yeah and it had um uh, just drawing a blank uh, hal jordan voice actor of Firefly. oh yeah nathan fillion uh, yep nathan fillion who's, who's hal done jordan. uh hal jordan in several movies yep. reprising his role yeah, he was good. Um, they had Reverse Flash, who was also Professor Zoom. Yep. <laughs> it was all one person. Because in the comics, he is all one person. Yeah, but it did a great Except job. Except when he's of, not. Like, let's show you somebody who just, like, I hate the Flash. Yep. Like, I could care less if everything else dies. If I die, but I take dies, you down with me. If I die, great. everybody dies. doesn't matter. As long as the Flash is having a crappy day, that's what I'm all about. Yep. <laughs> At the yeah. true psychopathic, sociopathic yeah. villain. Like, well done. Yep. Um, if you look closer at a lot of the streaming servers, you also find Son of Batman just came up. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't watched it yet, though. Another good one. Good. Um, and what else is lurking? Do you, do you have HBO Now or HBO Go? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch in there as well. Oh, okay. There's cool. Dark Knight Returns 1 and 2. Right. Wonder Woman is in there. Hmm. And Under the Red Hood. Oh yeah, I've seen which that. Which we That was really yeah. good. But I, I watched it again because yeah. when it comes up, you watch these things. <laughs> but yeah, so, so preliminary reports: whether these are carefully sculpted social media sock puppet accounts or not, preliminary indications are that we may be cheering for DC's triumphant, or at least not crappy, um, next move forward into the, their cinematic universe. Yeah, here's hoping. No, I'm- I'm I'm to the spectrum of it could be great or it could be at least I get to go see a good Batman movie. Right. <laughs> there you go. So I'm curious to see if, if Batfleck is all that. Yep. Um Yeah, we'll see. You know, Cavill yep. L and, and Batfleck. Yep. So I am fresh off of a a today matinee second viewing of Deadpool Iolite and I snuck away while the kids were at uh spring break camp. And played hooky, and my wife looked at me lovingly and said, Honey, the kids are away. Let's go see Deadpool. And I loved her more at that moment than I've loved her ever before <laughs> in my life. And we went and saw Deadpool again. And nice. it totally holds up to second viewing because you get to see a lot more of the Easter eggs. And there are many, oh, and yeah. many and deep. But you know, if you rewind this show to a year ago when we were first talking about Wow, Ryan Reynolds has managed to get them to produce a Deadpool movie. Well, we, uh, it's probably going to be dumbed down to PG 13. And uh, Fox, Fox is going to screw this one up too, like they screwed up X3 and Origins Wolverine. And blah, 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 blah. boy, were we wrong. I and was I, fairly optimistic once the uh, leaked trailer was out. Well, they had the, well, see, that, that was the thing that got the movie made. Right, right. But they, had, they had done I the sizzle would, reel. They did the sizzle reel mm-hmm. right. the effects company. It was basically the whole sequence in the SUV right. on the highway. And they, air quotes, leaked it, mm-hmm. totally planted it in lots of media outlets. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. to prove to the studio that this character had legs and people would come and pay money for this. And then... Once they announced that we are going for an R rating, we were like, oh. No, I was into it before. See, Once I, that I, little I was convinced was they were out, gonna, I was like, it's going to be. I the saw part. the sizzle reel and they got announced and they're like, great. Yeah, the, the suits are going to get their hands into it 
and they're going to dumb it down to PG-13, and they think it's going to be just, just another X-Men movie. And in that same period of time, there were the announcement that the budget had continuously been scaled back, which they actually turned into a running joke in the movie, which I thought was freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was funny. It was every time Wade forgot his bullets yep. or forgot his back his um, gym bag full of every gun in the universe, mm-hmm. basically because they didn't have the budget to have a big gunfight. Right. Yep. So they took lemons and made awesome lemonade out of it. Oh, yeah. Because it turned into it a sword hilarious. fight at that point for the, for the final culmination. They, I'm so glad that the studio didn't believe in it. And let me explain. Because they didn't believe in it, nobody was strictly paying attention to what Reynolds and company were doing. Right. So they kind of had a very loose leash on this one and made the movie that they wanted to make and knew needed to be made to honor the character. I'm a little concerned that Deadpool 2 is going to have a little more oversight because now it's a cash cow. Um, And I'm hoping they can can keep the executive level interference to a minimum. Um, But rewinding, let's not get ahead of ourselves to Deadpool 2, which has cable in it and Deadpool Mm one one of the most effective uses of flashback storytelling I've seen in a long time because a lot of the story is told in flashback Mm -hmm. and on the second viewing it was made it was clearer to me that that made beautiful sense why they did it that way because we got to start the movie immediately with an action sequence with Deadpool being Deadpool, already superpowered, already the merc with a mouth, you know, a year into being the unkillable assassin that he is. So the fun begins right out of the gate. Yeah, and, and keeps you interested. Right. And, then and it's st- the part that everyone's already seen, too, so you get that over with right out of the gate. Right, but it's also the much expanded, beautiful, awesome right. sequence that it is. It's not just the rolling over SUV. It's also, let's count down the bullets, shall we? Yep. Um, And then they start spoon-feeding us the flashbacks to how he got to where he was going. And if they had just done traditional storytelling, like, meet Wade Wilson, former special ops, now a good guy, helping out girls with their stalker problems. Another awesome sequence. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Just say this movie is a series of awesome sequences that never end. Oh, right. yeah. Um, if they'd gone that way, I think they would, would have been a less successful movie as far as the people like, snooze, can we get well, to yeah. the fun part yet? You nope. can't do a traditional origin story any longer. No. I mean, I think too many times, it's been done too many times for too many superheroes that people need something different. And I mean, the first time I've seen this style that they used in Deadpool was the first time I watched Arrow. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Basically, you had Oliver Queen come back and murdering people, and you're like, whoa, what this dude's heck? badass. And then it's flashback to, oh, I'm a complete noob on an island. I'm a sissy and, boy, yeah. Yeah, so, and that was great. That's what hooked me. It was like, oh, my God, this is awesome, because we're starting off with him already being a bonafide badass. 
and Deadpool basically used the same thing. And not only did they use the same thing, but they used it. They didn't even do the entire fight on the bridge. Like they cut that with black with flashback scenes. Like when Colossus first hits him, he goes into a flashback. And there's other parts there where he's uh, remembering different pieces. So they did a great job of bouncing back and forth between present and past and making both really interesting. Yeah, they absolutely did. And it's not that Wade didn't start out as a badass. He totally was. Yeah. He oh, was, yeah. you know, ex-special ops and, and scary in his own right. Right. Um, but they, it, they, they built it in, in wonderful layers, and just I, just, I, I ate it up even more on the second viewing and happily gave them my money for a second time. Said, please, here's, you know, here's the money I promised you. And I said, if you make a good Deadpool movie, I will give you money. And right. Holding up my end of the deal. More like this, please. Right. Yeah. They yep. did, a, and, and this is the challenge I'm looking at what they have for the sequel. They did a really good job shorthanding the characters. So Ajax simplified him, and instead of having evil scientist dude running the program and then Ajax as his minion, Mushed him together. He's the doctor and the you know supervillain dude. Right. Simplified it straight to the point. Um, Angel Dust, same deal. Hey, look, badass woman who can hold her own against freaking Colossus. Leverage the fact that they had at least kind of sort of introduced us to Colossus in the X-Men films, though never really yep. given him center stage. Did such a better job with Colossus in this movie. Oh, than of course. Ever. He, had he actually had a Russian accent yeah. for once. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, the, the guy we've seen up at this point was American dude. It's like, uh, no. No. Mm, doesn't work. Must be Russian. Yeah. Oh. Obviously a little more skewed to the goody two-shoes side yeah. than Colossus ever has been portrayed in the comics. Yes. But it worked. It was, the, it was the foil for Deadpool in the movie. Yes. I mean, they, he was... Prudish boy, if you look at his his relationship with his early relationship with Kitty Pride, Kitty? right? Yeah. He was a goody boy there. They but took dang. it to an extreme in this film. Yeah. And I, first viewing, I that annoyed me because I had a very set vision in my head yeah. of, of who Peter Milokovic is, and this wasn't it. Second viewing, loved it, ate it right. up, hilarious, and. Yeah, and he's he's goody two shoes, but he's not so goody two shoes that he's like, no, you must immediately stop. It's kind of like, no, no, Deadpool, don't kill that person. Oh, you killed him. Yeah. Okay. Oh well. Plus, his speech at the end <laughs> yeah. made a lot of sense. So he, you know, he understands that you're not always going to be one hundred percent good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the heavily modified, basically, they used the name Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And mm-hmm. built a completely new character around the name, because yeah, she, they she bore no other than being gothy and emo. She bore no resemblance power-wise to the character no, from the comics. She was closer to like Cannonball, yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, yeah. And with this second viewing, I had a moment of revelation during the movie of, of I think part of the reason why these comic adaptations are enjoying such success mainstream. Because there's enough of us who are already fans of the comics who already have a love for these characters from their graphic novel versions. 
And when we see a good movie being made of them, it's a feeling like you have a wonderful secret that you mm-hmm. can finally share with people. Because I would never in a million years get, be able to get certain people in my life to pick up a Deadpool comic. Yeah. Or an X-Men or a New Mutants comic featuring Deadpool. Sure. But a movie, I could say, come, you must see this. It is awesome. And you have that gleeful moment of sharing the secret of something awesome with somebody. Right. And you only get to do that with more people in your life when they make a good adaptation. Same thing goes for a good book adaptation, which I think is why good book adaptations have always done well in movies, because you have that certain subset of the population who already loves the book or the series, who when they see the movie, we may, oh, I could never get you to pick up this book. Come see this really cool movie at least. And I think. Yeah, that's, I mean, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, I mean, how many people, would, if you show them the George R. R. Martin book, which is like, you know, as enormous. Thick as head, you go, oh, this is a great book. You should spend 12,000 hours of your time reading <laughs> this ginormous book. Oh, and there's also a ton others which get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, introduce them to the series on HBO and they're more than likely. Suddenly there's buy it. Yeah, suddenly mm-hmm. they're interested. Well, I mean, even looking before that, the Lord of the Rings and saying, yeah. like, I don't think you should read these books. <laughs> they got some pretty terrible parts to them. Yep. But there is a core here that is awesome. And, you know, if you want to be in the know, it'd be you should read them. And now it's like, watch the movies. You'll get the, the, the cool the gist, gist of it. Yeah. You'll get the, and, the core of why this character is cool. And they, and they nailed it with the representation right. of Deadpool. All the yeah. things that are fun and entertaining about this character. Yeah. The attitude, the mouth, the comedy the fourth wall breaking the constant and, and the 16th wall breaking yes. fourth wall break within a fourth wall break that's like 16 walls yeah um his al his roommate um and the interplay between those two was fantastic yeah i love the interplay between them too. all it the was funny. ikea talk <laughs> arguing about ikea and using the genuine ikea names we've all seen yeah. at the ikea stores <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> Making the poor blind woman build something. <laughs> There's uh, 16 kilos of cocaine hidden in the apartment right next to the cure for blindness. Right. Go get it. Oh, God. I wish I'd never heard of Craigslist. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sometimes I, would, I miss cocaine. <laughs> God, I miss cocaine. Oh, that's and funny. the the And... Uh, because we're talking about Deadpool's kids, spoiler alert, we're going to have grown-up language on this episode, kids. So. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. The, just the moment of you know, Deadpool showing up on the school's front door and Negasonic answering the door. Ripley! Ripley from Alien 3! And her yeah. response, fuck, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are, but... <laughs> uh. It was... Uh, just that kind of scene, and you know, the, and, and playing and needling the studio repeitedly. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's like this huge house, and I only ever see the two of you. It's almost as if the studio couldn't afford another X Man. Right. At, look at camera and tell yes. tell Beast to stop shitting in my yard. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was it was pretty much nonstop. 
like self-referential or pop culture referential. Yep. Uh, I mean, from the get-go, the, the credits weren't right. even credits. They were just like, you know. Sexiest Man Alive issue of people with Ryan Reynolds on the cover. Right. right. And like, you know, some douche <laughs> that, <laughs> that played here. Like, you know, the real heroes were the writers. Yeah, the real heroes were the writers. Yeah. And yeah. A, CGI a CGI character. Effect. <laughs> a shameless cameo. Right. Um, an angry teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Like the unicorn was the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see that. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. God. I can't look at a unicorn the same ever I again. Know. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> I just like, I, I need you to leave because I bet it's going to feel huge, huge in my hand. In my hand. <laughs> <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is your hand really tiny? Oh, yeah, it's about the size of, size of a KFC spork. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Jesus. I rated, so, yeah. I rated my wisdom teeth, Percocet. I am orbiting Saturn right now. Oh, my God. And his, his friend that owns the bar, the Merc bar, he uh, plays on Silicon Valley on HBO, mm-hmm. and he's really funny there. Did a great job in this movie as well. He was... Uh, hilarious. Yeah, just the... It he can't be that... You are haunting. Yeah, that whole scene was <laughs> like, epic. You were My going... favorite line of his, though, is when he's oh, like, yeah. he, goes, he goes, you know, I, I'd come with you, but I don't, but want, I don't to. want to. <laughs> yes. And then, okay. as, as, soon as, as soon as Deadpool's leaving, he turns down and says, hey, you want to get fucked up? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. So, oh, uh, really good. And the gal from Firefly was great as his girlfriend. Oh, Miranda Beckerin was yeah. fantastic in the role. Yeah. The whole <laughs> type of balls, type of balls in the hole. Celebrating everything. Right. I love that. Calendar Girl, yes. Happy Women's National Women's Day. No, no. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That, the whole, like, I forget what the reference was. She makes the Star Wars. She goes, oh, Star Wars. She goes, Empire. Empire. He goes, it's like I made you in a computer. A weird (laughs) science reference within an Empire Strikes Back reference. Nerd boner. That was really good. I Uh, think this movie is going to end up being like, well, especially to us, Galaxy Quest, where we quote it all the time. Yeah. Speaking of which, Malthazar was in this film. Yes. Yes. Playing a yep. super creepy character. Yes. And yeah. We were within 500 yards of a school here, so you might want to... Um... Slip out the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, uh, just, it just... It did not get old, only got better. I will be buying this on every media I can in order to support the cause. Um, yeah, they actually left... I mean, they really just kept Deadpool like, I'm a very highly trained assassin, and I heal fast and can't die. Like, that was the the powers they displayed. Comic book Deadpool has a few other things going for him. He can teleport for some reason and has a few other abilities. At some point in his development, yes, not initially. So they definitely have, you know, room to flex his legs. Uh, Obviously, I think Fox is going to toss a lot of money at this movie now and say... You want other X-Men? Absolutely. We'll I mean, talk about it. But I, I'm curious to see where they go with it because they may want to stick with the uh, lesser known folks because then they won't have as much as, oversight. As big a budget as, yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they, they, you know, if you stay, of course, stay all the way to the end of the credits. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a Marvel thing these days. And yeah. the animation during the regular credits is pretty freaking hilarious, too. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And jerking off the Jerking unicorns. off the unicorn that, 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 that comes rainbows and shits money, yes. 
Yes. Um, and that wasn't even the best unicorn scene. No, nope. no. And and they did have you know an homage to one of the better Deadpool scenes from the comic where he has been stabbed through the head. Yep. Says, what is that noise? Oh, that's just the sound of my brain healing around the knife in my skull. Okay. But this time they right. just had him hallucinate. Yeah, yeah. hallucinate little All animation kinds of characters <laughs> while he's looking. And Wolverine got two mentions in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's... Whose balls did I have to suck to get my own movie? I right. can't really say, but his name rhymes with Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got some real something. Some real, yeah. Yeah, some real smooth ones. Smooth yeah. ones down, down, down under. Down under. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, God. <laughs> I mean, he even has Hugh Jackman's face, face staple yeah, to his With own industrial face. grade staple gun staples, yep. of course. Because. Uh, you don't want it coming off. You know, heck no. Under the mask. Yeah. Um, yeah, just it, it just it kept going and going and going. Yeah, and going. yeah. The oh, yeah. and he's got the little little tease in the trailer that you know we don't we're gonna have a second movie and we're gonna have Cable in it. We haven't right. cast anybody. Maybe Kira Knightley. Hey, she's got range. Don't don't hate. Um, <laughs> and I hope they can use their simplifying skills of characters on cable because you want to talk about somebody with a, an effed up backstory. Yeah. yeah, that is really complex. It so. is so deeply rooted in the Marvel X Men mythos that I think that's quite a challenge to undertake for your second movie. Yeah. Yep. There's years and years of cable Deadpool team up s- stories, so I know I understand why they're going for it. Because yeah. there's lots and lots of storylines they can mine from the comics, but how do you introduce somebody like Cable? Because I mean, how many hours do you have for us to discuss his entire backstory? Because holy crap, he's got way sure. Too much going and, but on. I he's, think it's he's it's Scott uh, and Gene's uh, son who they took the to future. the future, an alternate future, to be healed from the technogranic virus who was also kind of sort of raised by a future version of Apocalypse. But then a version of him came back for Age of Apocalypse, and another version of him came back to the regular timeline, and, mm-hmm. oh yeah, cybernetic arm, and if he didn't have the techno-organic virus in him, he would be amazingly power, see X-Man, and he also there's a lot a going genetic, on there. He also has a genetic clone that was raised by Sinister named Strife. Right. Yes. That's running around. So we've got Strife, Nathan, and Cable. Strife, Nathan, right? and Cable. Yeah. All the yep. same ver- versions same of the same dude. Person, basically. And Nathan yeah. was the one that was raised by Gene and Gray? Is that, was that that one? By yes. Rachel. Raised by Rachel. 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 Yeah. That's right. No, so, no Cable, Cable was raised by Rachel. Nathan thought, came back Nathan... from Age of Apocalypse. Right. Fully right. powered. No, no damage. He's, he's, he's the undamaged version of Cable. Okay, we've read the comics and we're confused. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You want to talk about. So many writers have gotten their fingers into this character that he is really. And f- during the 90s, he was a fantastically popular character. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, he based X Factor was started with him as the mm-hmm. leader. Yeah. Mm, the second version of X Factor. Second version, yeah, the relaunch of X-Factor. right. X Factor was originally the original X Men, right, right, and then the redo was Cable. Um, yeah, cable. But he was kind of the you watch him progressively get more and more muscled as the '90s progressed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. absurdly overmuscled versions of Everybody characters. Got oh, and yeah. the guns <laughs> got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, 
So that that is quite the challenge they have set for themselves. I, I wish them luck in pulling that one off. Yeah. Um, now that said, the entire ending credit scene being a complete homage to Ferris Bueller's yes. <laughs> ending credit scene was it's just down awesome. to the same freaking wallpaper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the bathrobe. Yep. I mean, same bathrobe. Pretty much line for line up until the point where he starts talking about cable. He's yeah. like, oh, you want to hear about the? Oh, next you think expect Sam Jackson to come back here sporting a jaunty eye patch and leather? Yeah. Come. <laughs> oh, but I can tell you. Yep. Yeah. So, but I think they're also kind of a little bit, well, not stuck, but it makes sense to go for Cable. He's a very popular character that Mar- that Fox has yet to touch. Yes. And I think Fox would, you know, obviously Hugh Jackman's already kind of said he's at his end of doing Wolverine. One more uh, in him, right? One more movie. So the, the now R-rated that. The now R-rated Wolverine film, thanks to Deadpool. Mm. Everything's going to be R-rated now thanks to Deadpool. I wouldn't say all, but I think Wolverine may actually benefit because we may actually see his claws cut someone. Yeah. Maybe. It could happen. I I would love to see it. I would be curious to see, especially after how well it did. And Hugh Jackman does do comedy. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him say, well, maybe I got one more in me. Some of my very favorite Deadpool comics involve the, 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 the... Back and forth between Wolverine and Deadpool, there's some there's some great writing between the two of them, and God, can you imagine? Especially with the the groundwork they've laid with Hugh Jackman in the original Deadpool, they could team them up for a movie with the right script writer. That could be freaking hilarious. Oh yeah, I would I would watch it. Oh, I would pay money. I would pay I would pay extra to make that movie come into be. Kickstart it. Somebody kickstart it. I know. Hugh Jackman. And and executives at Fox, 20th Century Fox, I know you're listening. Do this. We will come yeah. in droves. Yeah. That came out wrong. So, or, but or I mean, assuming that isn't there, I think Fox doesn't want him touching the main X-Men universe, or at right. least they're not quite to that comfort level yet. But who knows? We'll see. A lot of money changes a lot of opinions. It's so true. Suddenly, I, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a prediction here. Deadpool will make an appearance in the after credit sequence of X-Men Apocalypse. Okay, I can see that. That could be possible. I can yeah, see them reshooting that's that. That's possible. Yeah. Because um, they, you know, they, they definitely have went to great lengths to make him, this is the X-Men universe. Here's Colossus. Here's right. another mutant. Here's Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. And the freaking SR-71 version of the Blackbird. It's like, this is the X-Men universe. Right. Just not with your typical X-Men. Right, right. Um, I, can, I can see them sticking him in the credits and having and bleeping him vigorously as a comedic device. Possibly, um, we'll see. Um, yes, Wolverine can say, "I liked it better when your mouth was sewn shut." They can make yeah. they yeah. continue to make references, and there were some subtle Easter eggs in there that I I did not get until I read about them online. Stuart or McAvoy. That was awesome. That was incredible. <laughs> Thank you yeah. to the professor. Uh, uh, Stuart or McAvoy, these timelines are so confusing. Yeah. Now, there were some littler things where when he's talking to Malthazar, um, he talks about his career with special forces. He lists three places he's been. Oh, yeah. And they were the three places that his team visited in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was subtle. That was okay. I totally missed that. I had to be told that one, but that, that's a nice nod. Yep. And having Hydra Bob in there 
as just Bob from Jacksonville was kind of nice. Right. Um, who he merely knocked unconscious instead of slicing and dicing. Yes. Oh, I'm going to spell it out for him. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the nope. helicarrier that wasn't a helicarrier in the yes. scrapyard. It's like, yeah. you're tap dancing on that line, boys. You're having fun with that, aren't you? <laughs> um, yeah, I just had a stupid grin on my face from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. I mean, overhand yeah. skee-ball, for the love of God. Yeah. And the, the Voltron gag. It was a running gag throughout the whole movie. <laughs> uh, you are now the defender of the planet Eris. Right. And you can erase things written in pencil. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I loved when he overhands the skee ball into the hundred thousand, and her re- reaction is "rut row." Yeah. Uh-huh. Reaction is, oh yeah. Rut row. Yeah. <laughs> like, Scooby Doo reference. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do we do with the last two minutes and thirty-seven seconds? Cuddle? She was the best. Cuddle? Yeah. Cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> she was the best mate for him. Oh yeah. You know she yeah. was. No, really I, awesome. She would. I would have thought that anyone who played against Deadpool would have been overshadowed. Nope. No, but she, she was one of the best parts job. of this movie, in my opinion. She made this movie a love story. Right. Yeah. Which absolutely. I was not expecting when I showed up for this movie. Yep. And yet they came out and said it. I mean, yep. he broke the fourth wall and said, this is a love story. Later on, he said it was a horror flick, but that was a different part. Right. But... It absolutely was a love story. And I loved the fact that Wade was a shallow, self-absorbed, flawed idiot where he just assumed the first thing he needed to do was get pretty again. Yeah. And that was his whole, his thriving through line was to get Ajax to make him look like himself again. And he just turned away chance after chance after chance to reunite with his love because he just assumed that she would not accept him in his ugly ass form. Mm-hmm. And he was completely wrong. Yeah. Because she's a cool chick. But his he's also mate. an insecure male, mm-hmm. which most of us insecure males can relate to. Uh, but it made their reuniting at the end all the more emotional and poignant where... Yeah. And, and she wasn't like, oh, I, I, see, I don't see you. She was like, wow. It's going to take a little getting used to. Yeah. And she said, oh, wah-ha. And, and she, she said, with some time. And a lot. And a lot of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a face she could sit on. And it's a face <laughs> I could sit on. <laughs> I thought, like, yep. And, but that was, their, that was their relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Super penis. <laughs> yeah, right. Underneath the universe, things have changed too. Yep. Super penis. Oh uh-huh. man. Uh, and again, we, we could we could quote the movie from stem to stern, absolutely, and not run out of funny material. The writing was nope. that spot on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't I like think of a slow point or a point where I would lost it my attention or anything. No, not really. No, no. It was it was really well done, and hopefully they. They follow the same uh, format for the next one, where really, and I think we mentioned it on the last show when we talked about it, was that you know Ryan Reynolds said, "Yeah, we spent six years making the script." Yeah, 
And that's we we did that first. And once we had that nailed down, then everything else came together. Now, this so, one spent a lot of time in development hell. It was pitch, pitch, pitch. Yeah. It got co-opted by being integrated into X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yep. And then they, they found a way to reset it. Thank yeah. you, Days of Future Past. Um, but if they follow the Fox normal progression, Deadpool 2 will be even better than Deadpool was, and Deadpool three will suck ass, and then we'll have an origin story movie. Eh. I eh. hope I hope they break mm. the cycle. You only well, there's not. I mean, look at Fantastic Four, and then Fantastic. No, Four I refuse Rise to look at Fantastic Surfer. Four. <laughs> that was pretty terrible, and then terrible. So terrible, I then think, uh, uh, about as terrible, and then Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I think if Ryan Reynolds stays as Attached to the the next project as he is to this project. Yeah, a, a lot of him going. was in this. I mean, he was executive yeah. producer. Yeah. He was the driving force. Behind. It wasn't just acting in it. This was no, his, no. his baby. No, yeah. yeah. So it I was... don't think he would let his baby get corrupted. Yeah, in my opinion. We'll yeah. see how much of a vote he gets because he doesn't actually own the property or the rights. Well, I think if if we see they've recast Deadpool, then we'll know. Yeah, then we'll know what's we'll going know to on. tune tune the hell out and take her yeah. back mm-hmm. to Disney. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, I'm just I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. It was really good. So yeah, and it looks looks like a good spring summer coming up for superheroes as well. So yeah, yeah we've got in the short term we've got Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and then Civil War to look forward to. Yep. What comes after? Apocalypse that? is next. Then. Yeah. That's top of the summer, not bottom of the summer, right? Right. That's Memorial. I think so, or mid like July. Okay. I don't um, that one I'm still, I need, I need to see more trailers and I don't know. I, 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 I've not been as, I was pretty gleeful when I saw Days of Future Past early trailers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not feeling that same level of glee about this no, one. No, it's actually a Memorial Day weekend for that Okay, one. so not, not too long. Yep. Uh, uh I don't know. The, la- the, the one they showed, I think it was like during the Super Bowl. That, or it was somewhere, the most recent one, it was like. Okay, I'm I'm ready to see that. Or it was during Deadpool we saw. Yeah. It. yeah, it was. I was pretty much like, all right, you got me. Um, I'm ready to go for this. I'm I'm a little concerned because there's a buttload of characters in it, and that's yep, not I'm easy okay. to pull off. But that gives us a lot of characters to die too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because with you know Apocalypse, a lot of people die. Usually, <laughs> yes. Usually, um, except for him, because so, well, right. yeah. And Sabanur plus alien technology equals unkillable immortal dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even going to start talking about Mr. Sinister because. Yeah. Screwed up, you're talking about screwed up backstory and history and. Yeah. Who was smoking like what when they developed that guy? Yeah. That was. He's an interesting character, but yeah, it's he a is, difficult yeah. one to really be like, yeah, here's another guy that. Kind of like Apocalypse, but not as good. Turns out it was def- made by him. And the, the weird way they, they basically introduced him in, in the future, and then yeah. clearly different writers went back and created an origin story for him. Right, It didn't right. really match the Colossus-ish looking dude. Yeah, just, I, I, know. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't mean, invest in that villain. I, I invested in his perspective. Like, I got yeah. what he was about, which was like, I don't see good or evil. I'm just a geneticist, and right. I just want to see perfection come out. 
um, which is kind of like Apocalypse. Survival he just isn't fittest. doing it through biology. Yeah. He's doing it through conflict. Right. Uh, so, and Apocalypse is another one. It's really, like, I've had multiple times I had to go to, like, Wikipedia and stuff. Like, what the hell can Apocalypse do? Because yeah. it's, he's a really he's confusing weird. guy as to what exactly his mutation is and then what is actually him versus the alien technology right. he has. And I don't even know if they're going to introduce the alien technology or if they're just going to say it's all him. It's all him, right, to simplify but, it, which they may need to do because that's a pretty yeah. convoluted. Yeah. That's another thing, yeah. It's Simplified. like, really, do you want to start introducing that at this point? Especially because you haven't been able to join your universe together as much as the uh, Disney stuff has. Yeah, I mean, you look at the, at the, you know, the teaser, they just had you know, gray-skinned, telekinetic dude right. showing off his powers with the horseman in the background. Yeah. So he hadn't been armored up at that point. So they have the, you know, in between he can stumble across the alien tech and get all armored and, and yeah. super immortalized. And we'll see. Yep. We shall see. Yeah. Um, and then what do we, I know there's a Marvel property late in the year. That's, is that Ragnarok? Is that the, uh, yeah. Thor would have to be the next yeah, one after be that. The December, the holiday time, I think. Uh, November 3rd. Okay. So right before the. Yep. Hmm, this is very pleasing to me. The nerds mm. are calling the shots. This is very good. Yes. <laughs> More like this. Excellent, excellent. <sighs> Although we've literally only named like four movies out of the, you know, 30,000 movies that are coming out in the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're sticking to the, the, the heavily the comic like- book genre. Yeah, oh, and I'm sorry. No, actually, Thor Ragnarok is uh, 2017, though. Oh, so wow. What's the one it's got a ways to go. There's, I know there's one more. Uh, Marvel Studios release. Teenage so, Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out. Indeed. I so don't care. <laughs> I'm not. But Arrow is in it. Uh, still not caring. Um, yeah, I know. Black Panther's not till probably 2018. All right, right so now. Civil War is May 6th. All right. Doctor Strange. Oh, that's right. Yeah, duh. Strange. Bandersnatch Cumberbund, yeah. Yes. Um, And then... So is that holidays then? That's the November 4th release. May 5th of next year, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right, right. Uh, July 7th of that year, Spider-Man. This is the interesting, still produced by Sony, but with talent... From Disney Marvel coming over to show them the way of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How not to suck. Pretty much. But I'm really curious to see what the end result of that collaboration is, because that's something that's not really been done before. Right. Because they've they've loaned, you know, they they basically worked out the rights to loan the character back to Marvel for Civil War. And he obviously plays some role, but the indication is not a huge role because they we're already in production when they got the news that they could have him. So they had to reshoot and shoehorn him in to a certain extent. This right. will be the full, okay, this is the same Spider-Man you met in Civil War, continuing his story at a different studio in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How much can they borrow from Marvel? You know, how much? What are the trades going to be? Back and forth between the two. I'm hoping for a really good Spider-Man film because it's been a while since we had a really awesome one. And thank the gods above, it's not going to be another retelling of his origin with new modifications to it. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Because that's, I mean, with the Garfield reboot, number one, like, really? Reboot? You felt it was necessary? And they drastically modified the character's backstory. Oh, no, he was genetically modified from birth to be receptive to these things because mom and dad were super scientists doing secret things without the Oscorp's knowledge. And I tuned out two syllables into that sentence because, like, no, this is not Peter Parker. This is not. This is where Ang Lee's Hulk also lost because they went the exact same way. Oh, dad was modifying son that turned into right. make him more susceptible to turn into Hulk. And when they came and revisited that same well with, with the reboot of Spider-Man, like, no, 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 just no. If there's not a radioactive spider involved, it's not Spider-Man. I didn't even care on the Tobey Maguire version where they turned it into genetically engineered super spiders. Yeah, yeah, that was just a modernization. Because right. radiation back in the 60s was the big threat. Yeah. Ooh, everything radiation is scary. Yeah. So genetic, I mean, uh, yeah, that it's the same gist. It's, right. you know, science. Science okay. has caused... We science the shit out of the spider exactly. and uh, that bit him. Yeah, right. Nailed. Could not have said it better. Yeah. Um, yeah, so November of 2017 is when we get Ragnarok. Yes. February of 2018 is where they've pushed Black Panther to. Right. And they pushed Gambit back. Uh, Gambit is off the schedule. They didn't push yeah. it back. It vanished. So sad. So we'll see if that makes a, a resurgence. Difference. I think they're just they're just circling the wagons to say, okay, in the shadow of Deadpool and the shadow of X-Men Days of Future Past, where Singer came back and showed them the way. So we need to reset all your crap, and here is what the people will spend money on. They may have realized, looked at the direction they had been heading with Gambit and said, no, this is not going to fit the new world order. I hope they come back with one retooled, because Gambit, he's one of my least favorite X-Men. I love Gambit. And I still want to see his movie. I love Gambit. You're a, a terrible thief? person. I'm a what? No. <laughs> oh, he's a, yeah, no, you are a terrible, terrible person. person. He's a least thief. He has an awesome accent. Yeah. <laughs> and a really cool set of powers. Yeah, and a really cool set of... I like his powers. Unique. I think since I was introduced to him via a not great animated series, that may have colored my perceptions of him. Um, that and his involvement as a not nice person with the whole massacre of the Morlocks... Yeah. As, a, as a member of the Marauders. Yeah, but come on, Mystique, I mean, Rogue, they've all made huge mistakes. And yeah. originally, Gambit was um, from one of the, you know, the families from New Orleans, and it was what, the Assassins was one? Yeah. Yeah. Assassins Guild and the Thieves Guild. Guild. He was from the yeah. Thieves Guild. Yeah, yep. I mean, his backstory is really interesting. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I always liked him. I He's, thought he was, I mean, he was just cool. Yeah, and, just and cool. the power, if, and again, X-Men Origins, Wolverine completely screwed it up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, please. Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still, I want to see, I hope that one comes back onto the schedule. But it, right now, that one's off in, in limbo land yeah. while Fox figures out their new future. They were probably making a fluffy bunny gambit and realized that that's not going to That's fly. not who that should be. That, that the more... Stop telling. They've been making cartoon movies when they should have been making comic book movies. Exactly. And they're waking up to that fact because Marvel has been making comic book movies, treating comic books like literature. Yep. 
uh, just another book to be adapted. And if they wanted to do something kind of like um, Deadpool, where it's a, like an action movie that's sort of a love story. I mean, come on. Gambit's supposed to be a ladies' man. Uh-huh. And he falls in love with the one person he can't touch. Right. And they, they should totally use Rogue, who is an established character. How, if they can get Anna Paquin in there to reprise the role, even better. Absolutely. Um, looking at the February 16th release date for Black Panther, I was reminded we did get juicy, better looks at Black Panther suited yeah. up in action in the trailer today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he looks fairly awesome. Oh, um, yeah. And Black Panther's pretty badass. You know, they mean, show him running down Bucky on a motorcycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And taking him out. Um, and basically looking at, annoyed at the minigun that's firing at him and his armor's like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. It's like, I am a tribal warrior who has a lot of mysticism. Oh, and I also have the most advanced technology pretty much on the planet. Yeah. You know, that none of you knew about. Oh, and it's all right. you know, vibranium based. Yeah. So really none of your stuff is going to hurt me. <laughs> and, and my stuff's going to cut through yeah, basically everything. The claws. And everything. It's all, all I'm, I'm jazzed and happy to see the, the character being written in and looking forward to yeah. his film. Yep. But I'm also I was reminded of one of the best little bits. And if you go back and watch the trailer. So there's a fun little bit where Tony's got little portable versions of his tech. So he's basically he's got a, a wristwatch that expands into a miniature glove with a repulsor right. on it. And yep. it looks like he's got like a set of glasses that right. put a shield over him. Because the reason you know he has a shield is he's fighting with Bucky, and Bucky shoots Tony in the face. Mm-hmm. And yep. Tony's, Tony's, rea- Tony's, Tony's reaction is like, you would have just shot me in the head if you could have. You just tried to kill me. And the reaction of the actor is, is really great in that moment of, oh, shit, it's on. Um, he just tried to straight up murder me. Um, and only my tech saved me. It's like, okay, I'm now more interested in this story. Well, I mean, I would have to say, you know, did you not watch the last movie, Tony? <laughs> like, do you know who you're have messing you ever with? Watched the show. Yeah, did you ever watch the show? I mean, this is a guy who basically, you know, so many Galaxy Quest references in this episode. Yeah, but. I mean, come on. Uh, Nick Fury basically punks all the people. And then he, this dude shows up and it's like, oh, I got to run because yeah. he is a murder machine. I mean, he successfully fights off Black Widow and Captain America at the same time. Yeah. Oh, and it's basically all about murder. <laughs> As programmed. He was, yeah, I mean, like I, I've always, he's the one of my favorite villains uh, ever in a uh, Marvel property, quasi villain, I yeah. guess. But he was relatable. just because, like, he when you he showed up on screen, you were like, "Oh, it's oh. going down!" Mm-hmm. Like stuff is about to happen now because this this is badass. The same amount of dread you'd get from Kilgrave from Jessica Jones. Yeah, like the Winter Soldier was like, "Uh oh." No, I'm looking forward to the same kind of feeling. I hope off of Punisher yeah. in Daredevil season two. Oh yeah. my God! Castle yeah. should have Wait that same that. kind of of, of yeah. gravitas to him. I'm, I'm like, here. I am here to kill you. Murder face. Yeah, I just yeah. Who who wants to die first? Form an orderly yep. queue. You're next, not getting away next week, next Friday. Already? Yeah, sixteenth. Holy crap! Or time 18th, flies. Sorry, eighteenth. Day after uh, St. Patty's Day. See, boom. This is why I'm such a happy person these days. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it was coming that soon. It's like. Yep, great. 
uh, Agent Carter just wrapped up, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. And yeah. Did you get a chance to watch this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Without going into spoiler territory, how did you feel? Uh, I, li- I think I- I'm going to like it. Yeah, I I'm mean, good I, with it. I liked the episode, they, but you could tell they were setting up. This is yeah. a massive setup for things to come. Yes. I mean, they obviously, a lot of it hinges on whether or not they make New Ward a bad, you know, a really interesting bad guy or yes. not. So right now you just had him huddled in a blanket and discussion around him, but you didn't get to really see him in action. Right, yet. the, the, the very first un- indications of what he might do at the very end. Yeah. Though you get some senses to based on what he's viewing on television and some comments he makes, what his kind of outlook mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting to see that get fleshed out more. Because um, I really liked Old Ward. Yeah, Old he's, Ward. He's gone Ward, now. I should say. Yeah, Ward 2.0. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like I'm now like my own man. Renegade Ward was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I yeah, mean, but Coulson murdered him. So. Right, and we can talk about that because that was months ago. He that did hand crush his chest. So, but I think there was there was some good stuff. I'm happy to see they've kind of basically. I don't want to go into spoilers. So right. there's some other things with other of the characters. I think Fitz and Simmons end in a better place at the yes. end of the episode because I was kind of getting end annoyed. Slash begin in a, in right. a good place. But I was getting. I thought that was getting messy. So I'm happy yeah. with where that got to. Yep. Uh, and I, not even interesting, messy too. No, just messy. I liked their one-shot person sort of that yeah. they had, though they made reference that obviously she'll be like a, there a, dist- later. a distance member of the of the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she was good. I liked the bad guy. Uh, inhuman. Uh, inhuman. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was cool. He was cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, it had a lot going for it. I think they're they're they kind of hit their ground I would, again. I was surprised it, how interested I was. Yeah, yeah. it's been it, a while, and the, the 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 ooh and ah of the cliffhanger yeah. had worn off, and you know, I've been off in in Agent Carter land for a while, and no, I was right back on board. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, I remember why I enjoy most of these people. Yeah, exactly. Lincoln, yeah. Lincoln can go eat some poison, as far as I'm concerned. But he's definitely one of the weaker links on the show at the moment. But he's Daisy luckily, is less annoying than she's ever been. So yeah, Daisy's okay. If they can improve but, her. There's hope for anyone. But yeah, they've done a good job because mo- a lot of the focus right now is on Bobby and her boyfriend, whose name escapes me. Hunter. And Hunter. Whose real, and Ma- who the, act, the actor's name is much better, Nick Blood. Yeah. That's right, Nick yeah, Blood. Nick but Blood. So Hunter and Mac. Like, those yeah. have been the major focus yep. uh, aside from Coulson. Uh, but, like, May hasn't been in as much. Daisy's been just kind of like, okay, we're here. Bring in the person that shakes the crap out of everything. Okay, move yeah. on. Like there has been a like, story of forming the secret warriors is, is yeah is brewing. But I like the little the dude who like melts stuff. He's yep. pretty cool. He's yeah. growing on me as being just kind of like Take a guy. Care of like it. I don't really know what I'm, doing. what I'm doing here, but I'm here. I'm gonna to go help. with it. Like, it's kind of <laughs> well. Yeah. They're, they're focusing on Bobby and Hunter a lot because they're yeah. prepping them for their spinoff. Spin-off. Yeah. yeah. No, and I get it, but they're. They're interesting I like enough. Their characters, yeah. I think they they provide enough of a uh, of a match. But like I said, I think Mac is a great character too, mm-hmm. and so I'm I, happy I hope to... the pilot for their spinoff show fails. I think that may be a bridge too far. <laughs> I think it it does spread them out more. So until yeah. they get more interesting people mm-hmm. to replace them, take the place, then yeah, it's hard to see them leaving. Yeah, I, I think. 
But who knows? Yeah, I think there's plenty of room within this existing show for those characters to have their relationship and be interesting. And do they really need another show? I mean, as much as I enjoy and have been a fanboy of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it is not strong. It is surviving because the cinematic universe exists. Yeah. Correct. And... You know, in without that, it would likely have been canceled after two seasons. Um, yeah, if they're no, lucky. Yeah. So, do they really need to dilute it? Well, not only do they need to dilute it, but do they do they need to dilute it with another show about Agents of Shield? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if you're going to do a spinoff show, then you'd think Daisy and her team of superpowered people yeah. would be the more obvious spinoff because okay, now we're getting outside of Shield. Now right, we're put talking the superpowered about people over here and keep the regular humans. agents yeah. Yeah. over here. And hey, right, that's a right. more logical split. That mm-hmm. that to me makes sense. Having another show about just more agents, it's like I already get that. I don't need two shows. About I think agents. we're seeing Hollywood in action here where they see the strong chemistry right. between the actor and the actress and they say we can build a show and that's that is I will give them that that's totally important. Yeah. Where the actors can absolutely make or break a show and if you've got a known quantity of these guys work great together, they have powerful energy and sparks on screen, that is a good place to jump off. To. Yeah, it's just because you have that doesn't mean you have to do it. I'm gonna uh, reserve my judgment because I've already be, been wrong once this year with the uh, I'm superheroed out comment. And yeah, then I loved like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, so we're just gonna no, I think reserve I, until yeah. I see. But the thing about and this is the the whole new new media thing. It's not this Daredevil and Jessica Jones are not the same mental and energy commitment as an ongoing series because you can basically consume the storyline of them in a binge if you want and you're done it's like you read that novel and it's not like okay now i'm waiting for the next episode you're not getting 24 episodes of it like you are getting with agents of shield you're getting 12 right and well, you're getting them spaced out with time in between for your brain to rest and not feel overwhelmed by, okay, now we're right back into the, like, we got to wait for Luke Cage to come out later in the year to get our next dose of the Hell's Kitchen, you know, universe. And yes, we'll have a movie in the form of Civil War, um, but that's, you know, that's, you'll go on a weekend, you'll see it, and you'll say, hey, that was awesome and great, and it's not like the weekly assault of oh more superhero and the writers having to struggle to try and stay interesting week after week after week after week and getting not as good at it as time goes on um they're concentrating their their talents and they're concentrating their storytelling in these nice packages and not falling victim to the well we just got to make the story keep going because as long as the series goes on we all keep making money so you're servicing the length of the show, not servicing the story. They're saying, nope, we're going to do a 13-episode Jessica Jones, and we're done. Because that's how many episodes it took to tell the story we wanted to tell. And I think we're not burning out on it because we're not assaulted with, by it over longer terms, and we're not also assaulted by a lot of crappy episodes. There's a smaller number of shitty episodes um, and a, a much higher percentage of really good ones. So that, that, that keeps me interested. I don't know how that affects you guys. Well... I think, 
I think a lot of it has to do with also the fact that there is so much now in the comic book and superhero space that before it was kind of a wasteland. And so anything, you know, any drop of water in the, yes. in the desert was welcome. But now there's certain quality out there and now shows have to live up to a higher yeah. standard. So you can't just put a TV show on and say, look, we got something superheroes. It's going to be awesome because really there's nothing else out there like that. Look at heroes reborn on NBC. Didn't even make it a full season because everybody's <sighs> like, eh, this is pretty crappy. And it's characters. I really, you know, don't care about at all. So it doesn't have any tie back to movies and the writing wasn't that good. So it failed pretty miserably. And I think that, the danger studios have of trying to go, well, this is working great. Let's just replicate. Uh, much like, you know, back in the heyday of sitcoms, mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Everybody's like, oh, let's just replicate. And eventually people made the choice that these are the good ones and these are the bad ones. And the bad ones went away pretty fast. The thing is, I don't understand how they don't just go to the comic books. There's so much material. Yes. And some of the comic books are crap, basically. Well, look at the ones that we are singing the praises of and love, mm -hmm. and pretty uniformly they all borrow heavily or are almost exact. I mean, Jessica Jones, that was straight up, Spot on. right out of, a.k.a. Jessica Jones, the miniseries. Right. And yeah. Which was awesome writing to begin with and totally succeeded on all, on all marks as far as, I mean, I think, I think it was, I still think there was three episodes too long. Um, I think it, was, it dragged a lot near the end where they basically were telling the same event over and over again. Throw yourself against Kilgrave. Oh, yeah, you did fail, say that. Fail because he mind controls everyone. And, and to me, it just got old. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yes, he's a really hard adversary. Oh, oh look, you're illustrating it yet again, how he's really smart and can control it. Great. And, okay, this is three episodes in a row. We've had basically the same setup and knockdown. Can we get I, to the conclusion, please? I mean, it was the same setup and knockdown, but it was different ways in each one. So, I don't know. Not I, different I enough didn't feel for like me. it was that long. I, I yeah. Single. I thought it was. It moved to the right place. I think to me that even looking at it, I didn't really take it that way. But even if I look at it in that way, I think it was again much like most of the show was to show. This is how you're fighting against something that can't be bought, you're beaten, not, yeah. basically. You're not going to win. You're not going to win this. And we're just going to drill this into you over and over again that really you have no chance in, against this guy. And it led to then the ending of them basically mm -hmm. having to pull out all the stops. I think, you know, instead of kissing her, if she had made uh, – What's her face? The blonde girl like shoot somebody. That would have been a little more yeah. like whoa. And, whoa. and that's, that yeah. Jessica had let that go. But nonetheless, I think it it really showed that it was you were facing against something that can't uh, that can't be beaten. And that mm -hmm. was really core to her character was you know I went through this horrible traumatic experience mm -hmm. and her trying to fight through that. Yeah, still loved it. Yeah, yeah. so did I. Sure. To Dax's point. They absolutely, I think they, they succeed the best. I mean, Days of Future Past was taken from a great series of X-Men comics. They adapted the hell out of it to make yeah. it fit the universe they had built, but they took the good bits. They made it Wolverine-centric because Wolverine sells tickets. So yeah. you know, basically the Rachel character and Bishop were, were mashed together into Wolvie largely. Yeah. Um, and they set it in the 70s so they could utilize the character set they had created with first class. But that was playing to their strengths. 
because first yeah. class was a really good. I have some issues with the modification of characters like oh sure, um, White Queen. Yeah, it wasn't perfect, but yeah, it, it worked like well it enough. Uh, yeah. But Kevin Bacon loved yep. him, ate him up. Um, but yeah, you are absolutely right. All They've they need to do is look decades. at these great stories they got already there. Decades. Yeah, yeah, and then, then that's largely what they did with Deadpool. And look at the money they're raking in from that one. Um, I'm curious if X-Men Apocalypse does well. And the next movie we are likely to see is Deadpool 2, where they introduce the time travel. He's even said it in the trailer, time traveling. Cable, are they going to go for Age of Apocalypse? Because that would be quite the undertaking. The the pieces are there. We have, and we'll have a, a more well-formed, bigger cadre of X-Men characters in Apocalypse, because we're getting the Psylocke's of the world and Nightcrawlers coming back, um, and we'll have met Cable with whatever backstory they concoct for his involvement in Deadpool Two. Um, that could leave us in a place where they could dive in and try Age of Apocalypse. I think it'd be a hell of an undertaking. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but some of the what some of the major characters in Age of Apocalypse were Gambit. Yeah. So it would, need, it would need to be either, and they may need to take more time. And these other studios, other than Marvel Disney, are not showing their strength at being willing to take their time to build that up. But I think if they could get the Gambit movie back on the schedule mm-hmm. and do some more. Standalone movies focusing on the characters. You know, we give us a a Rogan Mystique movie. Give Actually, us... I think what they really need to do because Age of Apocalypse is what messes up Rogan um, Gambit's um, relationship. So we need, need to establish their relationship first. They need to establish that relationship in Gambit. Yeah. So have it, yeah. Gambit be a Gambit Rogue romance story, mm-hmm. um, and then that, that puts more on the line. For Age of Apocalypse, uh huh, we'll, exactly. We'll see where they're going with it. But again, this is a a wealth of choice. It's a wonderful yeah. to be able to have these discussions about all these different things that are being developed just for us and mm-hmm. our money. But I'm I'm good with that. Um, what was your most favoritist takeaway from uh, the Deadpool movie, Daxa? Oh God! Yeah, hard, it's Why a hard we... choice, I know, because there's so much good stuff. Um, you know, think Deadpool. What comes to mind? One, two, three, go. No, the whole movie comes to mind. <laughs> I can't. I, I want to go I, see I it see again. It flash before my eyes, right. really fast. Um, <laughs> Put balls. In I don't holes. know. I like I like his relationship with Negasonic. I think. Yeah, there was I a lot of was, fun dialogue. There. It was a lot of fun, and that the fact that in the end she comes around, sorta. Yeah. You know? There's the like stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty cool. You're pretty cool. Yeah. There's the stupid. So I think I, I like that. But everything, the whole thing was yeah. great. You know, I, I, I liked, and I was discussing with Ayala as we came away from our second viewing today, that the only supermodel looking person was Marina Baccarin. The other female lead characters were all wide variety of body types. But it, Negasonic is gorgeous. She's gorgeous, but she is not. She has no hair. Thin. I mean, she's goes she short, has short hair. Curves. She has. She is gorgeous. womanly. And Angel and Dust. And big buff was, lady. 
Angel Gorgeous. Dust was freaking voluptuous. Yeah. Um, well, she's an she's an ex UFC fighter. Yeah. yeah. She's really pretty too. So it's not she, like they were like you know. But, but I'm yeah. saying twos or anything. These, they the, were pretty no. good looking chicks. But they were not twiggy. They were not oh. super thin. Oh no. Ridiculously athletic people. They were women. And they're like, mm-hmm. excellent, awesome. Bring me more like that. But yeah, the interplay between Wade and Negasonic was pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh no. Finish your tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Go get her, Tiger. Nice Spider-Man reference there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's why I brought him. Clang. That's why I brought her. Her. (laughs) That's why I brought her? (laughs) Yeah, he he wasn't even, she didn't, you know, had no idea what the hell her power set was. Yeah. I know. Yeah, no clue. And she's like, Yeah, hold on. Oh, oh, no, finish your tweet. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's going to do superhero landing. Superhero landing. Yeah. That was awesome. Nailed it. So hard on the knees. We saw something right after that, and yeah. then someone landed that like that, and I went superhero landing. Yep. Superhero landing. Now there's some great cuts that people have done yeah. together on YouTube of just where they they start with Wiggles. You can do superhero landing. They back and then they cut like through 17 different women doing oh, superhero yeah. landings. And <laughs> nailed it. Um, yeah. Yep. Grail, what's your what stands out as your favorite? Is most fun oh, memory? God, I don't know. It was it was so hard. it's a pack really good. I mean, I think. Uh, it was in the preview somewhat, but my my favorite line in there was was with Negasonic, where he goes, she goes, Negasonic teenage, what the shit? That's the <laughs> coolest name ever. Can we trade names? <laughs> yeah, like that line was pretty well delivered. Um, I think uh, I think just you know that, and I actually I loved them the second cab ride over where he's oh, like yeah. telling the guy under his breath to kill yeah. kill the guy that he has in not his at all what like, I told you to do I'm so proud of you yeah, I'm so yeah. proud of you and like kill and like kidnap the girl and yeah that was show that her was that you awesome. love her win her with your charm kidnap yeah. her but that you know I mean Colossus is somehow crammed into the back of the yeah. of the cab. Hey, don't don't worry about the physics of that too much. Yeah, it was it was that whole scene was, was really awesome. well done. Yeah, yeah, Dohinder was a fun. Dohinder, yeah, uh, that was great. Yeah, where's your duffel bag? Right. Oh, <laughs> where's your bag? The Hello Again, Kitty backpack. See. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? Oh God. All the scenes with the great interplay between Wade and I can't remember Miranda Baccarin's character's name. Was it Val? Was it Valerie? I Something think like that. So. I guess we have to IMDb that. Yeah. Um, but Better. their whole relationship yeah. from the get go when they first yeah. met each other at the bar and started yeah. doing the one upsmanship. And Vanessa. then they put a. Vanessa. Hung up yeah. Vanessa. Thank you. I knew it was a V name. Um, and. When he was had the knife through his head and he was hallucinating and you know did the little hand heart thing to her and her response is like asshole yeah <laughs> um and the oh so you have a house yes right. <laughs> it's like, yeah that was good I that was that. and it was such an unexpected part of you know I I love you know the bits that I didn't, you know, I, I came for the action and the smart ass talk and I stayed for the love story. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope they are able to continue that in the sequel. Cause there's, there's a disturbing trend of offing female leads at the beginning of the sequel movie to give the hero motivation for revenge or right, something. Right. Um, looking at you born series. Um, <laughs> 
and Bond series, and you name any number of series where there's a second movie and the wife or and or love interest gets off to. Yeah, I don't want them to go there because I want more of the chemistry between. I want her to be to like rise towards his level of badassdom and become, you know, his Valkyrie warrior right. woman that fights alongside him. Because um, mm-hmm. they were just, I, I'm going to see this movie again as soon as I can for more of that. Um, and it, and it was not, you know, it wasn't really indicated in the trailers at all, and it was it was like discovering the extra bonus level. Um, so that that was my favorite bit was their their relationship on screen was just awesome. Yeah. Um, because the the two the, the two actors had just incredible chemistry and it just it it showed. So bring me more. <sighs> so we all know Deadpool is not getting those guns back. That's right, Leon of it. Yeah. Because uh, nope. uh, is probably in prison right now because of what the cops discovered in the back of his cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dead body and the guns? Come on. <laughs> He's dead because they, they deliberately had him he was screaming, screaming bloody murder. <laughs> from being, Might have been dead by the time the cops got Possibly. There. You never know. Um, but there was a nice mechanism for the, to eliminate the 3,000 rounds of ammo and, and every piece in the house. And you read, you do, you read the behind-the-scenes stuff. So yeah, we didn't have the budget for a gunfight, so we wrote that in to make sure that <laughs> that there would be no guns to speak of in this fight. Well played, well done. You Thanks made it. Sense. You made it a story yeah. item and a joke. Great. I didn't even notice it. I thought it was awesome, and you saved a ton of money because they they pulled your budget at the last second. Good on you. Um, Works. Yeah. Uh, more like that. So there is our nerdgasm. Thank you, love note to 20th Century Fox and Ryan Reynolds and company for Deadpool. Um, yep. Thank you. More like that. Um, and you will, you will continue to receive our money. Just bring, it, bring, bring the quality and we will bring the cash. Yep. Which should hold us until next week. Yeah. <sighs> you have been watching and listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Video. We don't normally, whoops, I'm going to think of, nope, I thought I had turned off the stream there for a second, and <laughs> I managed to back away from the chasm. You can find us on the interwebs all over the place. Alpha Geek Radio is the website. Alpha Geek Radio is also the Twitter handle for the network. Alpha Geek Media is me. Daxa, C-H is her. That's D-A-K-S-A, not D-A-X-A. And Grail, C-H, that's G-R-A-I-L-C-H, on the tweeters. Uh, just stuff us in your search engines. Do a search for Alpha Geek Media on Facebook, Google+, and the web in general. You'll find all of our stuff. Uh, AlphaGeekRadio.reddit.com is a subreddit where you can suggest uh, topics for us to cover when we're not doing a single topic show like we did this week, which is actually a rarity, but hopefully we'll be doing a similar nerdgasm to praise DC and Warner after Batman v Superman comes out in less than a month now. When is that due out? End of this uh, month? Which one? Batman? Batman v Superman, yeah. Yeah, it's this month. Uh, so we won't have to wait much longer to, to render our verdict on that one. That plus the Gilligan period. and It's like the 20, 23rd? 25th. So not all that long. Not that long. So and hopefully we'll be doing an episode just like this, singing its praises and saying how surprised we were and how awesome it was and can't wait to see the next Justice League movie. Here's hoping. Um, you can send us emails to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. In the meantime, I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. 
And we are mother effing out of here because Deadpool. Oh, <laughs> say the word. Well, yeah, was, uh, how many F bombs have I dropped this episode? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, say it, I'll say it in Deadpool style. Motherfucker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and we're going to put the explicit tag on this one. We're out of here.